What up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot a bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some adventures in hunting. Got a whole bunch of pops coming out, including some icons. We got some Pokemon. Uh, what else do we have? <laughs> Sorry, it's very far from me right now. Yeah, I uh, wish I had better sight. Yeah, some icons, uh, just a bunch of like boxes and okay, other figures and and other shit and whatnot and whatnot. <laughs> uh, and then in Blu-rays, uh, we got three titles, I believe. Didn't I write three down? I don't know what you write down. It's below. Yeah, below. we got three. Okay, learn to read, Albers. Come on, learn to remember what you wrote, jackass. <laughs> Uh, and then, like we said in uh, episode 100, with the new year, we're not going to be talking uh, through the wall anymore. And this is the last time we're bringing it up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, if you tune into episode 102 and are wondering what the hell is going on, it's kind of your fault. Yep. Should listen to this one. Yep. <laughs> Uh, with this week's sneak peeks, uh, we got our first official trailer for Morbius, and then we got, it's basically trailer number two, but it's like a featurette for Black Widow, but it's basically trailer number two. Yeah. Um, and then we got our second trailer for Peter Rabbit 2. And the Lovebirds. And the Lovebirds, sorry. Damn it, Rose. I'm sorry. I had one movie, I swear. (laughs) And you you keep forgetting it. I'm sorry, I forgot, okay? (laughs) My bad. Sorry, I'm just so excited for Peter Rabbit too. Yeah, <laughs> gross. What do you have against James Corden? Where do you want me to start? <laughs> fair, fair. I mean, I'll give you this: the man doesn't choose the greatest movies. Oh, really? <laughs> what was your first clue? Emoji movie or Cats? I'll watch Cats any day over the Emoji movie. Okay, fair enough, but I'd still rather stab my eyes than watch either of them. Uh, I'll actually probably... I don't know. I'm actually... I'll, I was actually going to go see Cats a second time. Well, yeah, that's just because someone ruined it for you the first time. That's a good point. But I'll, I'm, I know I'm definitely buying it on Blu-ray. Okay, fair enough. So, you definitely got to show Brielle that. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. I have to. Yep. I'm, I can't wait to actually hear her reaction for that. <laughs> Dude, you and me both. <laughs> um, and then in this week's main event, we'll be doing kind of like a breakdown of the uh, predictions or announce. Oh, my gosh. The nominees for the 2020 Academy Awards. Is? Yeah, I did for a minute. I did. You're it, nailing this. I know. It's a new decade. Cut me some slack here. Yeah. And our what? Like our this is like our third year of doing this. Yeah, I know, but it's still a new decade. So like, cut me some slack. That's not an excuse. It's an excuse for me. If it was a new decade of us doing this, maybe. But no, screw you. You don't get a, a break. Well, fine. <laughs> Anyway, with that, we'll be talking about the nominees, giving our predictions for what we want to see win, and it's going to be a good time. It's Hell yeah, it is. Time. So, what do you say we jump in? I say let's freaking do it. All right. 
Alright, so first up with Adventures in Hunting, the first pop that we're going to talk about is the one that literally makes the New York Comic Con exclusive of this pop worthless because <laughs> uh, even though I'm very happy I was able to get it. So PX is coming out with an exclusive or PX previews, whatever, of Tony Stark. I'm just going to call him Tony Stark. Uh, when he's on his knees and he's snapping his fingers with the Infinity Gauntlet, wasn't where, that one a uh, originally a f- like a? It was like a, a custom. Yeah, it was a custom. And so the New York Comic Con is one where he's just standing up and it has him dropping one of the stones into the gauntlet. So, I mean, I have to have this one, and it glows in the dark too. So, son of a bitch, Funko. <laughs> and something that we're going to do or try and do from now on uh if rose can like keep up with it is we're going to release the pictures of these on our social media which you can see so this release is on mon on monday the 20th i think so yeah today's the 16th yep 20th sweet yeah, so it's going to release on the 20th. This release is at 6 a.m. And depending on when you listen to this, if it's noon, Pat, if it's past noon on January 20th, you can go on social media and find the pictures of all of these ones that we talk about. Yeah. Thanks for the jab, by the way. If Rose remembers. I'm, like, not <laughs> for this one, because oh. I know you're going to do this one. I'm just saying that further down the line. Oh, okay. Because this is the last time we're going to bring it up. But still. It was kind of a jab. Well, then suck it up. <laughs> Quit being a bitch about it. Uh, all right, moving on before my feelings are hurt anymore. <laughs> um, we have the Walmart exclusive black and white Babe Ruth. Well, wait, is there anything else you wanted to say about that pop? Oh, the Iron Man one? Yeah. <sighs> I want. And I don't have space for it. I can make more. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of have to for Tony Stark, dude. If I if if I get that one, then I have like three figures coming my way. <laughs> Actually, technically, I have four coming my way because me. We'll we'll get into it later, but and I'll explain myself. But keep going. Okay. Okay. Well, speaking but, of this this one, really quickly, since they did Tony. I feel they kind of have to do the Hulk when he's like, ah, like shouting and holding his hand after, like, he I puts disagree. The gauntlet on. I why strongly not? disagree. Why not? You know damn well why not. <laughs> <laughs> because Hulk doesn't feel pain, that's why. <laughs> but Banner does. Face it, Caleb. Banner's a little bitch. Well, they already got the, the Hulk with the Infinity I want, Gauntlet. I want a movie scene. Can you imagine? This would be so hard to do. The the movie scene with him, like, you know, like, reacting to putting it on, and then every single person that was in the room. Can you imagine how big of a, uh, a movie uh, moment that would be? Dude, that'd be freaking huge. That'd be, like, probably, that'd probably be $100. Oh, easy. Yeah. Easily. So, I mean, once you, if you, once you break it down into the pieces, yeah. Yeah. True. Like, dude, I have so many figures that I, I need. Like, so many. Like I want this one now, or the the Iron Man one. I need two more Hulk figures to have literally every single one that's been released. 
I need to save up enough money to get each of the individual Avengers movie moment pieces. Yeah, I still got to pre-order that Iron Man. I keep forgetting. Is it still available? I think so. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, I, I'm going to order at least Hawkeye and at least Hulk. Okay. I'm going to try and do Captain America. And then I'm going to try and do trade work for the rest of them. I, f- I'm just, I already know I'm going to have to own them all because I have to have that thing out of box. That's just going to look too beautiful. Mm-hmm. Especially once you put them all together. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I have too much, too much shit that I need. But, so I've decided, and this is actually going to save me a lot of money. So, you know how I was telling you that I want to collect all of the Knights of Ren exclusives? Because literally every single one of them was an exclusive. Yeah. So, they are actually releasing common versions of them, but they're kind of like metallic or something. I actually think those look a lot cooler, and I think they're already available. So... I'm saying screw collecting the exclusives. I'm just going to go for those because that's like the way cheaper way to go. Fair enough. Yeah, because I'm not spending $30 on the smuggler bounty one. <laughs> Hell to the no. Dude, so, now you know how I freaking feel with the other Hulks. I need. I need the casual Hulk and I need the target exclusive blue yeah Ragnarok. that one's like not really going down in value yeah it's of... not it's, it's stayed consistent for a while i know i've kept checking <laughs> so i can return the walmart exclusive night of ren i can't return the hot topic exclusive one because i got that one like when it first came out so it's been a hot minute but so i'm gonna go that direction you could just tell them like hey i got this before your policy changed <laughs> i got this like back in october but it's still good to return it right like, you, you you got me, Hot Topic, right? You got me. All right, anything, anyway, moving, I'm like slurring my words every single episode of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, like I said, we got the uh, Walmart exclusive black and white, Babe Ruth. You know, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I really want this pop. This, that looks fantastic. That actually looks really good. Yeah, right? He better not be a bitch to find. He probably will be. I hate you. Right? Just keeping it real. Hate the player. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, we got the Hot Topic exclusive uh, Billy Madison Penguin, which have you, have you seen Billy Madison? I have. Okay. So you remember? I'm not the biggest fan of that movie, <gasps> though. That's like my favorite Adam Sandler movie. Well, wait. Actually, wait. No, that might be Big Daddy. I don't know. I gotta watch them all again. I've never seen um, Happy Gilmore though. Really? Yeah, I've never seen it. And that I own all it. right. I own it. <laughs> yeah, that one's all right. I'm not a big Adam Sandler fan. He, I'll admit, he makes some very shitty movies. But I kind of grew up watching his movies, so I kind of have a soft spot for Adam Sandler. Yeah, like if they're on, I won't not watch them. Okay, but. I also won't like actively seek out to go see them either. Have you seen uh, Eight Crazy Nights? No. Okay. That movie's actually really funny. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> and I've heard uh he's actually really good in Uncut Gems. I really want to see that. For that's like his like career performance. Uh, so much like uh, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that one. I mean I've t- either people love it or they hate it. There's really no in between. I've heard for that movie. Yeah, oh, I might check it out eventually. 
but you'll check it out if I buy it and give you the code. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. That's when I'll check it out. Okay. <laughs> or if it ends up on like streaming. All right, fair. All right, so anyway, getting back to the pop, uh, we have a flocked uh, Penguin Billy Madison pop. And, I mean, it's cool. It's not really one I really need to add to my collection. I want the Billy Madison pop, but I don't really need this one because, like, this isn't even any, this isn't even, like, my favorite scene of Billy Madison. Yeah. My, dude, the best scene, I think, of that whole movie is when uh, they're doing that, like, uh, skull, uh, that like um that competition whatever between billy and that other guy right and billy like does that answer and the the announcer is just like like how like how much whatever he just said is so wrong and he's just like everyone in this room is stupider because of what you just said and he's just like wow a simple no would have sufficed or something like that like that is one of the funniest scenes i've ever seen in a movie i just love it so much uh all right so and actually that's uh available for pre-order right now if you guys want to pick that up um and then next up we have the am is it an amazon exclusive right the fantastic four so it's a marvel collector core they just go through amazon now okay okay so we got the amazon exclusive marvel collector core fantastic four box and this one, if it wants to let me zoom in on the picture. So this is a, a bit of a spoiler. Yeah, so if you don't want to know what's in this box, just n- skip a little bit ahead. Skip for like like five minutes. Maybe not that much. Like Maybe four, not that long. Like three. Yeah. Okay. All right, so first up, we got a uh, Fantastic Four shirt. It's going to be blue with all the Fantastic Four members. I was going to say all four of them, but duh, there's only four of them, Jonathan. <laughs> um... <laughs> And then we got a glow-in-the-dark uh, Human Torch pop, which looks badass. Uh, oh my gosh, I need this pop so bad. <laughs> we have a Mr. Fantastic pop where he's stretching out both of his arms. One's stretching towards the ground and one's like kind of like stretching out forward. Gosh, I need this pop so bad. <laughs> his legs are stretched out too. They are too. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <sighs> I need this pop so bad. I, whatever it takes. You just so, have to order it. $30. I ordered it. That's true. Good point. Uh, and then the pin uh, is of Dr. Doom. Looks badass. And then the decal is of the Human Torch making uh, the classic four logo out of fire. Yep. So pretty bitchin'. It pretty is bitchin'. bitchin'. Yeah, I ordered this a couple days ago. Um, did it say when it's supposed to ship or when it did not? I think it's going to come in February though. Okay. Cause that's when the last few have come out. Um, so yeah, I ordered this because I really dig the shirt. I wasn't the biggest fan of like the Mr. Fantastic, but then when I realized that the human torch one glows in the dark, that's where I was just like, okay, I have to have that one. So, so you and then want, you... I I looked through the other Mister Fantastic figures, yeah, and I ended up I like that one a lot more. Yeah, it's definitely better than just like the common. I mean, I own the common and I love it, but that's just because Mister Fantastic has always been my favorite member of the mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. So, so of course I had to have it. But oh shit, I have to have this one too. 
Yeah. So after this, I want, I obviously want to get um, The Thing and Invisible Woman, but I want the GameStop exclusive Invisible Woman. Okay. And I'm fine getting the common thing. You don't want the Barnes and Noble one where he's wearing the hat and trench coat? No, I like I like the thing in his like classic outfit. All right, that's fair. All right, and then next up we have the GameStop exclusive Pokemon uh, box, which will come with two pops, uh, flocked Pikachu and flocked Squirtle. I don't know which one I like better. I don't know why either of them have to be flocked. Money. <laughs> That's literally the, the easiest definition I got. Uh, yeah. Like, Squirtle doesn't make sense at all. No, and honestly, Squirtle also really doesn't make sense because you can straight up see it. At least it looks like it. Like, there's like a line going down the top of his head. Yep. Doesn't look like it? Straight up. Okay. Pikachu looks fine, actually. Pikachu looks good. Yeah. But yeah, Squirtle looks I mean, after awkward. Detective Pikachu, that one makes a little bit more sense. Yes. But Squirtle does not. I think, actually, I don't think they should have done gone with the common Pikachu. I think they should have just made a new Detective Pikachu flocked pop for this. Mm-hmm. I, I would have totally bought, bought it. Well, this is Pokemon, not Detective Pikachu. I'm, d- I'm just saying, I think in the future they should do a flocked Detective Pikachu. That'd be cool. I would totally buy that. And then also in this box, you get a Squirtle and Pikachu keychain along with four pins. Ew. I know. Of Charmander, Ivy, is it, is it Ivysaur or Bulbasaur? Which one? That one. That's Bulbasaur. That's Bulbasaur. Okay. I'm you sorry. Heathenistic I'm... ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, then you get a pin of Squirtle and of Pikachu. And then you get a Squirtle and Pikachu sticker. And how much is this Ew. thing? I think it's like 30 bucks. It's probably 30 bucks. Which actually is not that bad of a deal because Flocked Pops usually are about 15 Okay. Fair. Oh, it's 40 40 <laughs> Never mind. It's not that worth it. It's not worth it. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, and I think that's it for, for Pops, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Perfect. So moving on to Blu-rays, we got Zombieland Double Tap. Which I haven't seen it. I haven't even seen the first one yet. And I bought the first one. I Star have, Wars. but it's been, it's been a while. So I don't remember it that well. You, the funny thing is, so I bought Zombieland on, on Black Friday, but then I returned it because I felt that they were going to do a double pack. With this one and with two and the first one. So I think I'm just going to do that. Fair. Yeah. I'd rather do that. Um, and that's going to get a steelbook um, to Best Buy. And it's going to look basically exactly like the first one's steelbook, which looked awesome. So I feel if you have the original steelbook, you definitely got to have this one right next to it. And I've heard this was a pretty good sequel. So... Alright, and then after Zombieland Double Tap, I'm actually trying to remember what I wrote down. And I wrote down The Addams Family. That's coming out. No exclusives for that, sadly. Nope. I would have actually taken a steelbook for that. <laughs> I honestly would have. Um, oh, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. 
I definitely ah, oh, I'm tempted to blind by that. I would. I really I enjoyed the uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Okay. Damn it, I might have to then. Okay. And then yeah, and it's Kevin Smith, dude. Like that's true. <laughs> that's a very good point, and I will do whatever it takes to support that man. Hell um, yeah. And then, did I write down another one? Nope. Oh, that was it. Yeah, that oh. was it. Oh, my bad. Cool. So that's it for Boomers and then Pops. I have such an amazing memory. You have an amazing <laughs> memory. You're killing it, right? <laughs> Birkin Mint. Eventually, that joke's gonna die. <laughs> I think it just did die with me. <laughs> All right, moving on into this week's sneak peeks. Uh, first up, we got the first official trailer for Morbius. Hells yes! This looks interesting. Um, I'm not like super excited for this movie. Why? Because I literally don't know anything about the character, and he's not like that interesting to me. But I mean, Jared Leto looks like he's doing a good job playing the character. Yeah, it's it's mixed feelings for me. Like I, I, I don't know a ton about Morbius. I'm excited to see another Spider-Man villain. And I'm I'm happy to see one that we haven't seen before. Yeah, that's that is really cool. So I'm kind of excited for that. Um, I I don't. This it's just an odd trailer. It is, and like honestly, it, like the only part that I'm just like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. And you already told me about it. Was at the end, you see Michael Keaton's uh, vulture. Yeah. And then there's like this scene where he's walking down the street and there's a picture of Spider-Man with murder written over it. But yeah, it's the Sam Raimi suit Spider-Man. From a video game. Yeah. From the Spider-Man PS4 game. So, I'm so... So, who's Spider-Man in this? Is it not Tom <laughs> Holland? Is it now back to Tobey Maguire? What, Dude, what's going what on kind here? of mind F would it be if they brought back Tobey Maguire? I feel Tom Holland will be like, sons of bitches. Dude, like, that would just, my brain would explode. My, my brain would too, but I feel that if I was Tom Holland, I'd be pissed off because kids are, some kids are going to think, okay, well, which spy, because they're going to know that, you know, this one came out this at this time period, so they're thinking like, oh, okay, Tom Holland is the Spider-Man right now, but wait, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man? I'm so confused. So... I mean, if I was Tom Holland, I'd be pissed off if they said, like, oh, wait, no, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man's still in this universe. Suck it, Tom. Yeah, that, that'd be an, a hard sell. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's still weird that they chose the Sam Raimi design. It, it especially is because you put... Like, if they were going to steal something from the video game, like, both of his suits are up there. Yeah, right? Like, come on. And you put in... Vulture, who was a villain in Spider-Man Homecoming. Tom Holland's Spider-Man movie. One of them. So, I'm so confused. It's Mysterio. Holy shit. You know what would be freaking awesome, though? What? If Tom Holland got a Sam Raimi-looking suit. Uh, (laughs) That'd be interesting, but I'd be very interested to see if he could pull it off. 
I am willing to bet he could. Yeah, but can he pull it off as well as Tobin Maguire? Probably not. Okay. At least we can both agree on that. <laughs> yeah, so this movie, I'm fairly excited. Not like 100%. I'm more like in the high 70s. I'm a, I'm, I'm like in the mid 60s, but it's honestly only because like Vulture is going to make a cameo in this. That's the only thing really? I'm really excited for. Yeah. <sighs> I like the design and everything. I, the only thing that I know about Morbius is from the 90s Spider-Man movie tr- uh, show. I was like, there was a 90s Spider-Man movie? What? There probably was. <laughs> no. the probably one of those Japanese ones, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, uh, the 90s Spider-Man show. That's all I know about him. See, I never saw any episodes with Morbius, so I have no idea about yeah. him. All right, anyway, uh, the next trailer, or featurette whatever we're we're gonna call it black widow trailer two um me and caleb agree that at the beginning florence Pugh's character when she's like natasha my sister you've come back or something like that because they've cut it up from like so many other different clips and try to mash it we don't know that for sure that's true we don't know that for sure this is our guess that's true it's our guess is that they took these random clips and mush them together That's true. and it and sounds really bad it does it sounds it, sound, it sounds clipped together yeah it sounds uh, sounds not robotic but yeah robotic okay <laughs> all right yeah let's just go with robotic um but other than that pretty badass yeah pretty killer trailer yeah or clip whatever what, you want yeah, to see? call it <laughs> Um, and I loved how they touched upon the whole uh, part with David Harbour when uh, – I forget who plays her when she's like, you got fat? And he's just like, it's mostly water weight. I like that they added to that. <laughs> I like that you insist on doing the accents. <laughs> I, feel like, <laughs> I feel you have to. <laughs> uh, even though I do a horrible accent, I feel you have to. <laughs> um but action looks amazing. Scarlett Johansson looks freaking fantastic. I can't wait to see her back again as Natasha Romanoff. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see how they explored the Black Widow program in this movie. Like how they're touching on how like, oh, there's a new Widow program and all this shit. I'm like, <gasps> I'm like actually excited to see that part of the movie. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. Um, I'm excited to see more Red Guardian. Because he was badass. Yeah, he in this. was. And that face off between Black Widow and Taskmaster, <gasps> I mean, it was just like them staring at each other, but it was still badass. It yeah. Great. I still have issues with the mask. It's it's very paintball-y. <laughs> like it's supposed to look like a skull. And it doesn't. Like it looks like it's straight up looks like the uh oh, balls, what's his name? The new Power Rangers. Oh, shit. Well, I actually like those costumes. I know. It straight up looks like hit their helmet. You're not wrong. Yeah, like minus some of like the points that kind of come in. Yeah. So it, if well, it, it looks more like... Ah, where's my... Well, because they kind of all have a different kind of look to their helmet. So which one? I don't know which one. Whichever one is more open. Uh, I think that is. Blue. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it think... looks like a Power Ranger okay. mask. All right, yeah. And it's pissing me off. 
because it's supposed to be more like a skull, and I think that would be like way more terrifying. I'm just expecting them to do a fun. A fun can you imagine if like this didn't happen in the movie, but like in a blooper, they like do play a trick on Scarlett Johansson, and when they're doing a fight, Jeremy Renner's just like, "Surprise! It's been me the whole time." <laughs> That'd be an expensive blooper. <laughs> It'd be funny though. <laughs> no, like I. What What would you do though if it actually was? I mean, I know it would never happen, but what if Hawkeye was under the mask? I'd be pissed. Yeah, because I'd be see... like, "That's so dumb." <laughs> it is very dumb because even though Clint became Roan, and I don't see him trying to kill his best friend. Yeah. I. Yeah, I I wouldn't be a fan of that. I'm not a big, like I said, I'm not a big fan of the, my issues with the mask, and I think you could have pulled off a killer mask and still had the same, like, concept designs, made it more skull-like, but where the, the eyes are, you could have done it like sunglasses. That's true, you could have. And then, like, have it so, when you do the flip-up, it's, it's not like she's looking into some eyes, she's looking into, like, just blackness. I think that would have been way more intimidating than freaking, like, just seeing your reflection in these ski goggles. Yeah. Pulling like a Michael Myers kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's kind of... I don't like it. I don't like the mask. That's my biggest complaint with Taskmaster. The His shield? Freaking awesome. Is it really that small, though, in the comics? I didn't think it was that small. Really? It looks small to me. Eh. I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to Captain America's big-ass shield, so... Maybe My, Taskmaster is just a big ass guy. All right, Captain America is a big, big ass guy. Yeah, but he—I don't know. <laughs> maybe he has like a maybe Taskmaster has a normal size shield. Well, then he's a little bitch for not <laughs> for not upgrading. I I think it looks the exact same size as freaking Captain America. I completely does, disagree. Well, you're completely wrong. Okay, well we're gonna do when this movie comes out. We're gonna do an evaluation. Fine. Okay. I want to find out who's playing Taskmaster and like do like a size comparison. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, who's his bigger Taskmasters or <laughs> Captain America's? But um, <laughs> size humor. We keep it classy on the All Bros. Yes, we do. All right. Next trailer uh, is for Caleb's most anticipated movie of 2020. Peter Rabbit 2. Oh, good hell. The Runaway, I think. I think that's what it's called. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are obviously not the target audience for this. No, we're not. Um, but I did not hate the first one. Um, it's one. I feel it's one of the better book to or like cartoon to movie adaptations. Even though I think they should have handled the source material a little better. That in some instances they kind of like disrespect the book. Yeah. Um, but we'll see about this one. I think I did like this trailer better than the first one, but that's not a high mark. Um, but you know, I'm glad that the cast is back. Um, really? Sorry. You son of a bitch. I didn't do it on purpose. Sure you didn't. I was trying to turn it down before that happened. Ah, back to Peter <laughs> Rabbit 2. Which is so important right now. Yeah, sure it is. <laughs> um, 
I don't really have anything. I mean, I'm probably going to catch this on a five buck Tuesday. I'm not going to watch <laughs> this. I, I'm not. I'm not uh, into it. Uh, like well, one thing that bugs me about this, yeah. Domino Gleason's eyebrows seem thicker in some parts of the movie than others. I didn't notice that, but I'm not a guy that it's looks like, to guys' it's, eyebrows. It's dark. It's like they're just really dark. And mo- like his hair looks dark too. His hair does look darker. I'll give you that. But I didn't see the eyebrow shit. Yeah, the eyebrow shit was like, yeah, it was rough. Were you just thinking, okay, his hair looks darker, so his eyebrows? No, that is just too. how uninterested in this trailer oh that my, I was. Wow, I was okay. just like, gosh, like I need to find, like, pay attention to something else. And then it was his eyebrows that look weird. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Like, I need something to keep my attention while I watch this. I mean, it's... Actually, wait, no. The story's been done to death. That fr- Your friends are, like, taken and you have to save them. Yeah, that's been done to death. Yeah, heaven forbid you try something new. <laughs> Not in, with Sony. Oh, wait, they actually have tried stuff new. So, may- maybe just Sony Pictures Animation. There we go. Yeah. Because they're responsible for the Smurfs as well. Ugh. <laughs> Freaking gross. <laughs> um... So I believe that's the last trailer. That no, I- oh, Got, quit oh, yeah. forgetting the the movie I wanted to talk about, Rose. <laughs> and I'm actually excited for this one. I'm sorry. Gosh, you're such an asshole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> such a dick. So I actually forgot the name of it. What is it? The Lovebirds. <laughs> the Lovebirds. Gosh, you're the worst. You know what? You don't even get to talk about this one. <laughs> All right, fine. Take so it away. So this movie features Kumail Nanjiani and an actress we, I, I personally do not know. Do you know her from anything? Nope. Don't know her from anything. Why are you being weird? Well, I'm sitting back and uh, going to listen to what you have to say <laughs> about this amazing trailer. It actually is a really good trailer. Yeah. So they're like the this couple in love. And they accidentally hit some dude with their car on a bike, and he gets up and, like, rides away. And then this quote-unquote cop yeah. gets in their car and is just like, that's a criminal. And so they're in the back, and they're just like, yeah, let's freaking get like get him. Seriously, and he how hits many- the, he, the cop hits the dude with the car again and then backs over him. <laughs> Did you count how many times he ran over him? Twice. I thought it was more than that. It seemed like it was four. Okay, do you count each bump? Yeah, I do. Oh, then yeah, it was four other okay. times. So he hits him with the car. Guy ends up in the back, still moving. And they it, like backs up and just... Ba-doom, ba-doom. <laughs> and then the, like Kumail is just like, sitting there with his eyes really wide, just like, okay. Is it is it that point? At that point, he's like, I don't think he's a cop. <laughs> okay. No, it's after the oh, it's after. Oh, yeah, it's after that. <laughs> yeah. And and I, then, I just love how, like, the couple that comes up, they're just like, oh, my goodness, we're at, like, a murder scene. And I think the uh, – doesn't the wife say uh, the guy's name? Yeah, so she she's just like, no, we didn't murder him. And then he – and then the husband, or Kumail Nanjiani's character, takes off. Yeah. And then she turns around and she yells his name. And she's just like, hey, so the guy's name is this. Or, like, the the chick on the phone calling the police – and then <laughs> Kumail's just like, 
what like Leilani or yeah, something? I think it's Leilani. Yeah, like Leilani, let's go. And then she's like, "Yeah." And the girl's name's Leilani. And then and she's she like, "Such shit!" Cute. And then runs. I just thought she's like, and she has just such cute boots. I really want them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that like the whole premise of this is that they're trying to investigate and solve this murder, so they can like clear their names before they even talk to the police. <laughs> Yeah, because that's they, not what you do. Yeah, because they have like this moment where they talk to or where they're saying like we didn't do anything. Like we can just go to the police, and then the wife's playing the role of the cop and being like, "Then why'd you run away from the scene of the crime?" And he's just like, "That's a great question, officer." <laughs> I, I'd have the same reaction too. Yeah, like. That's a that's probably exactly how I would react yeah. in that situation. I would run away. I I would too. <laughs> so, and then like just more antics throughout, and they end up in like some cult yeah. situation, and they're <laughs> like, "Wait, we have an intruder!" Like everyone, remove your masks, and they're the only two to remove their masks, and they're like, "Oh no!" It's like you guys cheated. Yeah, and then the last thing, which is freaking hilarious, they're. They're being held captive by some, like, barnyard lady. Yeah. And she's like, all right, you got two different, like, punishments that I can instill. Like, bacon grease to your face. Or the horse. No, or what's behind oh, door yeah. number one. Oh, yeah, my bad. And so- <laughs> and then he's like, I'll take what the- He's like, I really don't want bacon grease to my face. And so... <laughs> They open the door and it's like this horse's ass. <laughs> and, and he's like, response, is it going to shit on me? <laughs> I feel everyone would have that response if a, a horse's ass is facing you and you're tied to a chair. Yeah. It's just like, okay, so what? Is it going to kick me or is it going to shit? Uh, shit no, on my, like my, that was my first thought. Yeah. I'm just like, ew, or is it, they're going to have it <laughs> shit on him? And then, it, no, it freaking like donkey kicks him across the freaking barn and he's like take the grease (laughs) (laughs) no but doesn't he say take the grease or something like he says it like how the lady says it i think he says just grease no because it's like he said no because she says like you can take out what's behind the door or you can take some hot bacon grease to the face and he's just like (laughs) i don't want bacon grease to the face (laughs) that's what it is it doesn't like her act like hillbilly accent freaking hilarious yeah yeah, I freaking love that. I, I, I'm so excited for this. So this comes out on April 3rd? Yes. The opening night, dude. Opening really? night. Really? Opening night. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm excited. You got a babysitter? <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I know be, it's a great date night for you and Brielle, but <laughs> babysitter. <laughs> oh, no. This show is going to get significantly harder to do. <laughs> How did that not click in your head? Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. I'm still in the, like, I am i don't have a baby mindset. Yeah, that best be changing in, exa- yeah, exactly a month. Oh, no. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out when we get there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so moving on to 
what's in the box. Yeah. I don't know why I stutter there. I'm sorry. Why are you being weird about it? I don't know. Because for a second, I forgot if we do that right before we do the um, main event or like, you know. Yeah. No, I, I don't like after like the main event intro. No. How often do you listen to our show? Apparently not that often. Are you I, shitting me? Like, no. what's in the box is part of our new stuff. I don't know what is wrong with me this episode. I am like losing it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. Um, so. Just read us the top five. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, good I, hell. I think I saluted wrong too. I'm just doing everything wrong this episode. <sighs> All right. So at number one, we got 1917. Uh,. Which grossed $37 million. Not bad. Yeah, it actually went above projection. And nice. I've heard this is actually a really good movie. I really want to see it. Damn, that's a huge jump, but that's just because it was like in limited release. Last week, it, it was at number 17. <laughs> that's like the biggest <laughs> jump I've ever seen. Uh, number two, we got Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, which brought in another fifteen million and has officially gr- joined the one billion dollar club. So, coo- good job to. I feel like that's getting less and less hard to do. It really is, honestly. I feel uh, the standard now to make your movie successful, you have to join the billion dollar club. It seems. Yeah. So, which is really kind of like sad because that used to mean something, but now it really doesn't. Yeah, like every. I feel like there's like a ton of movies that we've gone through and they're like, oh, this reached a billion, this reached a billion, this reached a billion. And it's just kind of like, okay, this, like now the big thing is the two billion. Yeah, that's, that's what really makes your movie successful. But Star Wars The Force Awakens is the only Star Wars movie to ever do that. Yeah. So. And if Rise of Skywalker is just now reaching like, I the Billion Dollar Club, yeah. I doubt it's going to get to No, two. it's not. Uh-uh. I don't even think it's going to reach uh, the box office total of The Last Jedi, which Ooh. kills my soul. <laughs> but still, co- good job to J.J. Abrams and the whole cast, crew, Rise of Skywalker. You guys, I think you did a good job, and you did the best with what you could. Yeah. Um, at number three... Oh, wait. Yeah, sorry. So what, at number three, we got Jumanji, the next level. Uh, Just which said it like Grandpa George. Yeah. Jumanji. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but that worked out perfectly. Uh, that grossed another $14 million. At number four, we got Like a Boss, which grossed $10 million. And then at number five, we got Just Mercy, which grossed $9 million. So, yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. And Frozen 2 is still doing really good. It almost grossed another $6 million. And I feel it actually... I'm wondering if Frozen 2 might move up a little because they're re-releasing it with like a sing-along version. Oh, yeah. That's going to bump it up. Yeah. So. Cool. They need to announce one that's coming out on Blu-ray. But anyway, what do you say we jump to the main event of the evening? This... What? <laughs> Gosh damn it, Rose. <laughs> I'm killing it. (sighs) Time for the main event. It's 
Let's play game. Alright, before I butcher anything else, uh, this week's main event uh, will be our All Bros Oscars 2020 breakdown. Um, so, yes. Uh, but before we start on that, uh, we do have a couple answers uh, from our bros. Uh, we posted a question of the week. I see messages from our bros. Sorry, messages from our bros. I'm sorry. Gosh damn it, dude. I'm sorry. What is wrong with you? I don't know. Huh. Maybe it's because I haven't had any caffeine today. That's sad. I know it is. No, it's sad that you need caffeine to function. <laughs> I'm, dude, like I've told you before, you're I'm going to die before you. I already know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Thanks for having my back there. All right. I'm going to take over the messages from our bros here. <laughs> Thank you. So... We posted a question of the week, which you can find on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, so the question that we asked is in regards to the Oscar nominations for this week. We asked who you felt should have gotten an Oscar nomination that didn't. And so we got a few responses on Instagram. We got a response from Profits Unlimited at Profits.Unlimited. And he said, anything DiCaprio? I thought... Okay, yeah, but Leonardo DiCaprio... Okay, are we talking like this year or like any year? I don't know. Okay, because Leonardo DiCaprio was nominated this year. Okay. To, for so maybe he... He's probably thinking any year. Yeah, probably any year. Like, there are multiple Oscars that he deserves that he yeah, didn't get. But at least he finally got one for... Um, wasn't it The Revenant? Yep. Okay, Revenant. Let's Which isn't even his best movie. No, it's not. <laughs> and I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet, but I've heard he's fantastic. Yeah, but super hard to argue with freaking DiCaprio. Oh, yeah, no. He's a, f- a like, phenomenal he is, actor. He is the the talent of our age, of our time. Yes. Like, oh. the talent. Like, capital T-H-E. Okay. Keep it in your pants, buddy. Hey, screw you. <laughs> you just agreed with me and you're going to throw me under the bus like that? Nice. Nice. Yeah. Jackass. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, moving on to Twitter, we got a response from at Steve Ramos Media. Uh, he says the biggest Oscar slaps went to Aquafina, Greta Gerwig, and Jennifer Lopez. Yes, I completely agree. Especially Greta Gerwig for not being nominated for Best Director with Little Women. Yeah, she got screwed. Yeah. And I- and then what was Jennifer Lopez was for Hustlers? Yes. Me and Brielle watched that the other night. How was it? It was interesting. <laughs> was it something? <laughs> it She, like, okay, Jennifer Lopez... I have not been a fan of her work in the past. Not like a huge fan. Like, I've liked it. It's yeah. just not great for okay. me. No, that's fair. This may be one of her best performances I've ever seen. Many have said this is like her best performance of her career. Yeah. There were some things that pulled me out of it, like uh, Cardi B. <laughs> I do like when she came up, I was like, wait, is that Nicki Minaj? And. Oh my god! <laughs> and Brielle's like, no, that's Cardi B, and I was like, ew. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's Jennifer. Like, Y'all, they could be twins. Jennifer Lopez freaking killed it. Oscar. The movie though? was the movie's weird. The movie's weird. Okay. Like you need to know that going into it. Okay. It's it's odd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it wasn't half bad. Is it worth a blind buy? No. Okay. What if it was like a eight dollar blind buy? I would say it's worth up to a ten dollar blind buy. Okay. Alright. I can wait for it to hit ten dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's worth that, and I feel like you're not going to get gypped. Okay, all right, that's good. But, yeah, Jennifer Lopez, I, I, that's probably the only one that I would disagree with him on. Yeah. Yeah, Je- I don't think Jennifer Lopez was quite Oscar-worthy. Okay. Aquafina, hell yeah. What movie was she in this year besides Jumanji? <laughs> Damn it, I said it again. You say it like Grandpa George, dude. <laughs> No, I feel I say it more. It's more so you say it like Dwayne Johnson. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Same, same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm trying to remember what. Uh, <sighs> Shit. I think she was in something else. Was like, it The look- Handmaid's Tale? Or did that come out last year? Well, 2018. Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. No. I'm gonna look her up. Aquafina. No, I don't want the freaking water. <laughs> uh, how does she spell her name? Uh, she spells it very differently. I'm just going to have to put actress. Uh, yeah. Uh, wait. No, she does spell it that way. <laughs> what the? <sighs> oh, no, she spelled aqua. Okay. Okay, so she spells it that way. Aquafina. Yeah. Okay. That's a cooler way to spell it. Uh, okay, so she was in The Farewell, and I think that's what people were expecting her to get nominated for. Okay. So, I have not seen The Farewell. I haven't either, but I've heard it's a, an amazing film. And I love her. She's an amazing actress. So I she definitely is, do agree with so that. She's so good. My first introduction to her was with Crazy Rich Asians. I still haven't seen that. I'll get Dude. to So my first uh, introduction to her was Chumanji, the next level. But I loved her in that. So yeah, she she nailed it. She's she's amazing. She she really is. So I really got to start watching more of her work. Yeah, I I highly recommend Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. Um. So yeah, Aquafina definitely. Greta Gerwig. I have not seen Little Women, but with how much people are freaking raving over it, yeah, she. It sounds like she deserved. Like a, I've heard of how much, nomination. like, yeah, like if how much love she put into this movie. How Little Women is literally her favorite book of all time, and just the new stuff that she added that actually worked. Like you could tell that this was a labor of love for her. So even though I haven't seen it either, and I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna try to see it this weekend. I do think that. She was snubbed for best director. Definitely. And then Jennifer Lopez. It would be a very hard sell for me personally. That's fair. But as far we, as like. We respect your, your, yes, your no, choices. No, like, no. They're, they're amazing choices. The they only are. one I'm like eh, is J-Lo. I can't really say. Any, I can't say anything because I haven't seen Hustlers. So. But. It's not a movie I would recommend watching with your parents. <laughs> I don't watch really any movies with my parents. Okay. So I would like 
lock the door as well. <laughs> okay. It it it's they a get, bit much. <laughs> they get down and dirty, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> we talking like should have been rated NC seventeen. What was it rated? R, I think. It deserved an R. Oh, okay. Um, the biggest one. I, I just want to add this one that got snubbed because he won at the Golden Globes. Taron Egerton. For Rocket Man. Yeah, he was not nominated for Best Actor in that a Leading is Role. Bullshit. Yes, it, it very much is. He should have been nominated for his portrayal of Elton John. Yeah. And then our last like technical response is from at Comic Johnny Com Corn. Sorry. <laughs> the R and the N were really close together. <laughs> at Comic Johnny Corn. Uh, and then he just retweeted our our post and said, hashtag good question, hashtag Oscars, hashtag Oscars 2020, and hashtag Oscars nom. Oh, yeah. Well, so, thank you for the retweet. Yes, thank you. And thank you to everyone that retweeted. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah. So, yeah, that concludes the uh, messages from our bros, and we can move on to the main event now. Oh, boy. That was a horrible Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that was not good. <laughs> I tried. All right, so what What do you say we get started? Um, I just said let's get. Yeah, well, I meant like, you know, like, no, I know <laughs> that. Like, I just said that. <laughs> no, I meant, you know, like which category to start with. Okay. Yeah. Start with sound editing? Yeah. Okay. And then move our way up to best picture? Yes, let's do it. All right, I got to find sound editing. So some of these, I think we we know that. Some of these we don't know very well. So, like, some categories we did skip. Yeah. And some of these we're just kind of going to power through because we don't have a whole lot to say about them. Yeah. So, we'll, like, we'll kind of slow down once we get to, like, director and move our way up from there. But yes. up But before that, we're, we're kind of going to take it a little quick. Yeah. All right. So, for best sound editing... Uh, those nominated are Oliver Tarney for 1917, Donald Sylvester for Ford vs. Ferrari, Rachel Tate as well for 1917, Wiley Stateman for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, David Accord for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, Matthew Wood as well for the Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, and Alan Robert Murray for Joker. Ooh. So who do you think should win? For me, it's between either of the people for 1917 okay, or Joker. Okay. Because the, the Joker sound editing was amazing. But I also hear that the sound editing for 1917 was bomb. Yeah, that that's what I heard too. Um, I'm actually going to... I think I'm going to go with Alan Robert Murray for Joker just because I haven't seen 1917. But I definitely do agree that the sound editing was fantastic in that movie yeah so yeah i'm my money's on alan for joker yeah and right. you were talking about joker not 1917 because we don't know about 1917 yeah we had no absolutely yeah. nothing all right uh next up we got production design uh we got lee sandellas for 1917 and if i butcher these names i apologize a Woo Woo Cho for Parasite, Dennis Gassner for 1917, Nora Sobkova for Jojo Rabbit. I meant Jojo, not Jojo. Jojo Rabbit. 
Uh, Lee Ha Jun for Parasite. Ra Vincent for Jojo Rabbit. Regina Graves for The Irishman. Nancy Hay for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Bob Shaw for The Irishman. And Barbara Ling as well for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So I haven't seen any of these movies. <laughs> so my money is going to be on the two nominated for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mine is going for 1917. Okay. And that's because like the clips that I have seen from that movie show like it's like the trenches and I think that's really hard to get correct this and it's also true. really hard to get and I think this may have cinematography to do with it but it's just hard to get like how basically claustrophobic those yeah that's that's trenches are and all the, like the tunnels and everything and like the bunks and all that different stuff I think that would be really hard to get right and yeah, I kind of wanted to go to them. Okay, good choice. But right. I gotta say, the for once upon a time in Hollywood, doing an old time Hollywood setup, yeah, would be a chore. Yeah. So I guess we'll find out who wins. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have best costume design, and the nominees are Mark Bridges for Joker. Christopher Peterson for The Irishman, Jacqueline Duran for Little Women, Maze C. Rubeo for Jojo Rabbit, Ariane Phillips, Phillips for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Sandy Powell for The Irishman. Ooh. You know, actually, uh, just because I think they did such a good job on them, I actually want uh, Jacqueline Duran for Little Women to win. That's the one I was going to go with. Really? Yeah. All right, cool. I, I think there have been better costumes, for, like not like with Little Women. I think Little Women like is going to take this. I think Little Women is going to take this with no competition at I all. I hope so, because the the one that pisses me off a little bit is that the Irishman. It it suits. How hard is it to do suits? I mean, but we haven't seen the full movie, so it could be other costumes. Like what? I don't know. It's I supposed to be the like movie. the mafia and the mob. Uh, okay. So it's suits. <laughs> All right, fair. Like cool, you go to men's warehouse and get You're going to like Robert the way De Niro you look. fitted. I dear guy I guarantee it. Yeah, that's freaking horseshit. <laughs> you have Maybe to I'm just I'm not a big I don't know. Fan of Scorsese. He doesn't deserve any Oscars. That suit that Robert De Niro was wearing in Joker, mm, that blue one, that was pretty badass. Looked good. What? <laughs> You're dumb. Oh, shit. What? Okay. Uh, best visual effects. The nominees are Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. How about No. Avengers Endgame. There's so many names. So I'm F not, yeah. So I'm not going to name the names if that's okay. So yeah, we should okay. just do the movies. Okay. All right. Since we <laughs> don't know the people. Yeah. Okay. So Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Avengers Endgame. 1917. The Lion King. And The Irishman. Ooh shit. Okay. My vote 
Endgame. I'm afraid it's going to go to Lion King. Yeah. I am really afraid that it's going to go to Lion King. I'm afraid too. But Endgame. I'm trying to think. Can a Marvel movie just win one Oscar? I feel what might kill Endgame is there are some, not touchy, but there are some like CGI moments that... Waxy? Yeah. Especially the ones with Don Cheadle's War Machine. Yeah. Damn it. So I feel that... I I definitely agree. I... I mean, on I know you hate this movie, but I would actually either want Avengers Endgame or The Rise of Skywalker to win. What? Yeah, I would take either or of those, but I do think it might go to Lion King. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of, too. Okay, so is your money... Okay, so since we're not doing who because should win... Because I'm it, bad with my money, I'm putting it on Endgame. <laughs> and I'm bad with my money, too, just so we're not on the same page. I'm going to go with The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll see what but happens. But we both secretly know it's going to Lion King. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, best sound mixing. We got Joker, Ford versus Ferrari, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Ad Astra, 1917, another for Ad Astra, Mark Ulano. Are you sure we don't want to do the names? Yeah. So don't do the names still? Yeah. I mean, it's. I don't think anyone else that listens is going to know the names. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, if you do, I mean, good on you. But dude, Mark Ulano is nominated for two. He's nominated for Ad Astra and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Dude, what that's a boss! Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations to you. You're probably not listening, but okay, congratulations. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you changed my mind. <laughs> All right, Tom Ozanek for Joker, Steve A. Morrow for Ford versus Ferrari, Michael Minkler for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Tom Johnson for Ad Astra, Stuart Wilson for 1917, Mark Ulano for Ad Astra and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Todd A. Maitland for Joker, Mark Taylor for 1917, and Gary Rydstrom for Ad Astra. So who is your money on? That's a tough one. I, I think I'm going to put it on Ad Astra. Okay. I am actually going to put my money on, you know, I'm going to put it on 1917. So, okay. Stuart so Wilson and Mark Taylor. That's what I'm putting it on. And you're putting your money on Tom Johnson and Gary Redstrom. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we got best original song. Uh, we got Stand Up from Harriet. That was uh, written by, or I don't know if this was written by or sung by. What I think it's written by. Um, Cynthia Erivo and uh, Joshua Campbell. I'm Standing With You. Diane Warren. I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away. Randy Newman. I'm Gonna Love Me Again, Elton John, and Bernie Toppin, and Into the Unknown, Robert Lopez, Kristen Anderson Lopez. Okay. I don't think it's gonna go to Into the Unknown. Really? Yeah. I think it's it's a very generic song. 
Honestly, I think from any of the Frozen 2 songs, it should have been Show Yourself. That should have been nominated. Yeah. That would have been a good one. Yeah. I would have, my money would have been on that one because that's such a great song. Yeah. So, yeah, my money is on. Okay. Gosh damn it. So, is the one for Harriet. Yep. The one for Frozen 2, which I said no. Yeah. There's also one from Rocket Man. Rocket Man. I'm gonna love me again. And then what was the other one? Uh, I well, there's I'm standing with you by Diane Warren. I don't know what that's from. Okay. But uh, the other one is I can't let you throw yourself away, and that's from Toy Story Four. I don't think it's going to that one either. I'm actually gonna vote for that one. That my serious? Like, yeah, I love that song so much. My money's on I can't let you throw yourself away. My money's gonna go to Elton John. All right, good choice. I I'm pretty sure it's gonna go to him as well. Yeah, it, but I, my money's. Just, I'm gonna put on Randy Newman. Okay. All right. Uh, best cinematography. We have Robert Richardson for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Rodrigo Prieto for The Irishman, and again, I'm sorry if I butcher these names. Roger Deakins for 1917, Jaron Blaschke. I butchered that so bad, probably. <laughs> For the lighthouse and Lawrence Share for Joker. Ooh, I am going to give this to Joker. I am too. Like, oh, Joker was so good. It was. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to make it a point to try and watch as many of these Oscar-nominated movies that I can. Yeah. Yeah. Before me too. So, I know, I I think the only one I'm going to not do and let me know unless it comes out before then is like maybe Ad Astra. Ad Astra is already out actually. It is? Yeah, it's already on Blu-ray. Ooh. Okay, so I might might catch that one. Okay. And I might or I'm going to try and catch Ford versus Ferrari. I think that's coming to Blu-ray soon. Okay. Yeah. And then I have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so I'm going to watch that one. What about uh, 1917 and Little Women? Little Women, I'm going to try and catch, and 1917, I'm going to try and catch. I think I'm going to put that one above, like maybe most of those above Ad Astra. I'm not, su- I'm not super into I, space movies. I'm not either, and I, I'm not going to watch it. I like I like Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah, but but I feel that's different. Yeah, space. Like I'm not super into space movies. Like I'm wasn't a big fan of like Gravity. And I have, like, really no interest to watch Interstellar. See, I've never seen Gravity or Interstellar. I bought The Martian, but I haven't watched it yet. And I bought that, like, four years ago. I have seen The Martian, and I enjoy those movies. Yeah. It's just, I don't know what it is about them. I just don't really have, like, a desire to go see them. I get that. Which I, I don't get why. Because I, people... I know that with some movies, I enjoy them. Yeah. Like, with space movies, I enjoy the space movies. Mm-hmm. It's just, if it, I won't choose to watch them. And I I don't get why. Yeah, everyone's different. Yeah. So. But it's, like, weird like, that I know I usually end up liking it. And then, in the end, I'm just like, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, next up, we got Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, we got Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit. Greta Gerwig for Little Women. Stephen Zalen for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Anthony McCartan 
for the two popes and Scott Silver for Joker as well. Ooh. So for me, just because she didn't get nominated for best director and because I, and I, I literally can't wait to see this. And because Joker's been nominated for other stuff, I actually want to see Greta Gerwig get this for Little Women. I kind of want to give this one to Taika. Oh, for JoJo? Yeah. All right. Do Just you want to see I, that movie? I do want to see that movie. I'm There's so, so many movies that I'm going to try and watch this weekend. I'm going to try and watch uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Let me know how that is. Yeah. I told or I told uh, Jason... All me from the shit happens when you party naked. That I was going to try and watch it this weekend, so I'm going to try. Okay, I I need to find it somewhere though. Um, I'll bet you it's on a- Amazon Video. That's what I'm betting. I'm hoping on. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not, I'm hoping the the IMDb thing that Brielle told us about. Has oh yeah. It. yeah. So I'm Hopefully. I, I'm going to try and watch watch that. I'm going to try and watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I'm going to also try and watch Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Wow. So uh, I will let you know how that goes. Okay. I think I'm going to try to watch this weekend, definitely Little Women. I'm going to definitely go see that. But I'm going to really try to squeeze squeeze in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So. All right. Next up, we got Best Original Screenplay. Uh, we got Noah Bam Bambosh for Marriage Story. Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Han Jan Woon for Parasite. Wait, what category is this? Uh, best Original Screenplay. Oh, okay. Bo- Bung Joon Ho for Parasite. I'm very sorry, I'm butchering these so bad. Ryan Johnson for Knives Out. Christy Ooh. Wilson, uh, Cairns for 1917, and Sam Mendes for 1917. Ooh, gosh! I'm damn. just gonna guess. You're gonna put your money on Ryan Johnson for Knives Out. I think I am. As much as I, like, I don't dislike him. So seeing what he can do with his own story makes me a little bit more forgiving of what he did in Last Jedi. No, you can't forgive anything about The Last Jedi. No, screw you. (laughs) I will forgive whoever I want to forgive. No, that's not how the Albros works. It's a team effort. Well, this is where the team is split. You bastard. <laughs> I really, really, really enjoyed Knives Out. I thought it was fun. I thought it was it's just when you think you know where the story's going. It just like flips on you and it's just it's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And I love it. <laughs> I still need to see it. Yeah, it's so good. So yeah. So, Ryan Johnson. I'm I'm giving it to Ryan Johnson. I'm I think I'm gonna give it to Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Has he had any Oscars before? I actually don't know. I don't think he has. Oh, yeah, I don't think so either. All right. Uh. Okay, so Best Director. Uh, We got Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Todd Phillips for Joker. Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Martin Scorsese for The Irishman. Screw you, Scorsese. (laughs) And Sam Mendes for 1917. Alright, so who is your money on? 
not Scorsese. <laughs> Dude, I love his daughter. I know, right? The whole Avengers rapping. That was his, oh, his daughter's a comedic genius. Yeah. Um, but I am putting my money on Todd Phillips. Same. Yep. He I think he deserves this for Joker. Oh, yeah. very much so. Absolutely. His artistic direction freaking blew this movie out of the water. Yep. Mm, Absolutely. Mm, this movie's so good. <laughs> All right. Uh, best original music score. We got Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, John Williams, uh, Thomas Newman. Well, for... that's not fair. <laughs> he's been nominated, I'm pretty sure, for like every Star Wars movie, and he's never won an Oscar. Serious? Yeah, I don't think so. That's bullshit. I know, right? And this is his last Star Wars movie he's ever doing. He said this is it. Episode Nine's his last one. His last Star Wars or his last movie? No, his last Star Wars movie. He's not going to do another Star Wars movie. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Newman for 1917. Hildor, I'm gonna. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Hildor, I'm not. Yeah, Hildor for Joker. I'm not. Dude, <laughs> you try to pronounce that last name. All right, let's see. <laughs> Hildor Guonadotir. Close enough, or as closer as what I would have gotten. <laughs> All right, so her for Joker, uh, Alexandre Desplat for Little Women, and Randy, really, Randy Newman for Marriage Story. Really? Yeah, I didn't even know he did the music for that one. I haven't watched that yet. I want to watch it with Brielle, but she keeps telling me no. That's with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's and on I Netflix. hear it's so good. Yeah, I've heard that too. I've seen that freak that Adam Driver has with his kid. It was so funny. <laughs> All right, what's your money on? And this is score? Best original music score. I'm going to also have to give this to Joker. The score for this movie is, like, beautiful and haunting. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. I really want to see John Williams win an Oscar, but I'd have to agree with you. I think Joker deserves it. If he hasn't gotten one for Star Wars yet... It's probably not going to happen. I know, but he deserved at least. But I will give him this. The music in this movie, by far the best. Yeah, I can agree with that. So. You know what, actually? I'm going to change. I know he's not. I'm putting my money on John Williams, actually, because I forgot the ending and, like, the score when Ray turns to Luke and Leia and how beautiful it was. Yeah, I'm putting my money on John Williams. (laughs) so dumb. I loved it. You know, shut up. So okay, the music was great. That moment was bullshit. I loved that moment. Anyway, so my, Caleb's Joker. I'm the Rise of Skywalker. I know I'm going to lose, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, best animated feature. We got Klaus. Is it Klaus or Claus? I think it's Klaus. It's Klaus? Okay. So we got Klaus. Uh, we got, uh, you know, there's three names. I'm it just going to might name. be Claus. I okay. don't know. Klaus Claus, whatever. All right, so we got that one was really good. We got Klaus Claus. There we go. That's what we're calling it. Uh, Missing Link, Toy Story Four, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, and I Lost My Body. What the hell is I lost I my know. body? I have no idea, <laughs> but I'm intrigued. <laughs> it kind of sounds like uh, the f- original title for Onward or Soul. <laughs> yeah, Soul. There we go. <laughs> 
It's like, come on, guys, we need a more original title. How about I Lost My Body? No, we're not doing that. But maybe put that to the back burner. We might need that for another movie. And then, like, they slide it to the approved pile. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is this? Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. So, me and Caleb were discussing this, and just so we're different, and like I said, I really enjoyed this movie as much as Caleb hated it. Well, he didn't hate it, but he didn't like it as much as I did. My money is on Toy Story 4 for this. And mine, this is tough now that I know that Claus is a, is a nominee. Because I'm between How to Train Your Dragon, because visually it was stunning. It, it was, absolutely. But Claws was, it was a different art style, and I loved it. It worked so well. So is this just like, gosh damn it. <laughs> uh, I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place here. Just because it blew me away so much in theaters, I'm going to go with How to Train Your Dragon 3. All right. So let's see which one wins. It's, it's going to be an all-out war. Yeah, freaking Toy Story 4 is stupid. Watch it be like I lost my body. <laughs> A no, movie that be, no one freaking dude, knows can, about. Honestly... I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually missing Link because that's won at like almost every other award show. Are you shitting me? No, I'm dead serious. Ugh. Toy Story 4 won at the People's Choice Awards, I think, but at the Golden Globes, Missing Link won for Best Animated Film. Mm. I still haven't seen Missing Link, but I'm not. I I don't like the the art I, style. I love Laika. I like. I love Coraline. I love Paranorman. I hated the Box Trolls. I really did not like that one. <laughs> Uh, Kubo was really good. I really, really liked Kubo and the Two Strings. I still have to watch Kubo. You really do. It's so good. But Missing Link, I bought it on Black Friday. Still haven't watched it, but I'll, I'll literally sport anything like a just because I'm, st- I still don't understand how they're in business for how every, <laughs> no, like dead serious. Ever since Coraline, their movies perform worse and worse. <sighs> Like, dead serious. Dude, at some point, you're just like, it's like holding a pillow over someone's face, and you're like, just die! (laughs) (laughs) How are you still alive? (laughs) Gosh, I'm I'm a dark asshole. You're going to hell. Probably. Yeah. I'll see you there. Yeah. All right, for Best Supporting Actress, we got Kathy Bates uh, from Richard Jewell. Jewel. Got Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. Florence Pugh for Little Women. And Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Ooh. So I'm between Florence Pugh for Little Women and Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. That's what I am, too. Really? Yeah. I don't know which one to go with, though. Just because I love her, I'll go with Scarlett Johansson. All right, just so we're different, I'll go with Florence Pugh. Cool. All right, Best Supporting Actor, we got Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes, Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joe Pesci for The Irishman, 
Al Pacino for The Irishman, and Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, Tom Hanks. Tom freaking Hanks. So, I'm going to agree with you. Tom Hanks. I want Tom Hanks, but I'm pretty sure it's going to go to Brad Pitt. Screw Brad Pitt. Wow. I've heard his performance is amazing. I know. I really like Brad Pitt, but compared to Tom Hanks. (laughs) Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers. Compared to Tom Hanks, Brad Pitt ain't shit. (laughs) You're you're so sweet. So sweet. Just trying to keep it real. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. For Best Actress, we got Charlize Theron for Bombshell. Renee Zellweger for Judy. Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. I think that's really cool. She's nominated twice. Damn straight, dude. If she won both, that'd be awesome. <laughs> and I'm going to butcher her name. Siorce Ronan for Little Women. Sersha Ronan. Sersha Ronan. Thank you. Okay. Ooh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my money on Sersha Ronan for Little Women. Read off the first couple. Charlize Theron for Bombshell. Renee Zellweger for Judy, and Cynthia and S- Cynthia Arevo for Harriet. <sighs> okay, so my parents went to go see Harriet, and they said that the woman who played Harriet friggin' blew it, them out of the water. Oh, I love my parents dearly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't necessarily trust their judgment on actresses damn it's just Let's because i know i'm not listening to this episode yeah if they are i'm going to catch shit for it yes you are um can we talk like this the rest of the episode can you stop it's <laughs> <laughs> so annoying okay but I, I, I kind of want to give it to Saoirse Ronan for Little Women. Oh, cool! All right, yeah. So our money and is... my my runner up would be her for Harriet. Okay, just because, like I, I don't know. There, there are very like there are disagreements with, with good movies and bad movies in my family. Yeah. So stuff that I've really liked, they don't, and stuff that they don't like, I really have. Okay. Like I've, I think I've shared this before. Bronson's favorite Fast and Furious is Tokyo Drift, and he says it is the best Fast and Furious movie. And I'm like, mm, no, I, I don't really care about the Fast and Furious franchise, so I can't really say. I know, but, but anytime he's just like, you should just trust my judgment. I'm like, you really like Fast and or Tokyo Drift, so you can go screw yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I did though, really like Hobbs and Shaw. That was a fun movie. I didn't get to watch it all the way through. Oh, damn! Did yeah. you like what you saw though? The begin, like I saw <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. That's all you got to? Yeah, that's oh, like that seriously. Sucks. Yeah, I didn't get to make it through the rest of the movie. So you didn't even get to see where uh Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham like meet then. No, I get to see that part. Oh. Okay, so, so I got the way you to, talked about okay, it was the, just like I when got, Ryan Reynolds I get, first came into the diner. Okay, no. So the the part that I got to before the Redbox movie got all scratched and shitty was way where they are talking in the airplane. Oh, okay. 
Okay, did you play it on... Okay, was it a DVD or Blu-ray? It was a DVD. Did you play it on your Xbox or your PlayStation? I played it on my wife's TV. It has a built-in DVD player. Oh, okay. And it has a habit for scratching shit. So I probably need to not use that anymore. And you best hope that you don't get a bill from Netflix. Yeah. Or, I mean, Redbox. <laughs> Screw them. <laughs> I already returned it, so that's on you. <laughs> All right, so bo- our money is both on Little Women. Yep. How do you say her name again? I'm sorry. Sersha. Sersha. Sersha Ronan. That's wh- who our money's on. Yep. I've watched so many interviews with her talking about Sir- her name. Okay, Sersha. I got to remember that. All right, best actor. We got Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. I should just vote for myself. <laughs> Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Jeez, really? Walking Phoenix for Joker. Ooh. And Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Walking Phoenix, Joker, deserves it. Yep, absolutely. No freaking doubts about that. No questions asked. <laughs> All right, and last but not least, we got the nominees for Best Picture. And it's a long one. Damn, these are a lot of nominations. Uh, we got nineteen seventeen, Ford versus Ferrari, Joker. Wait, Bradley Cooper co-wrote Joker. What the fuck? This is Bradley Cooper. Weird. Yeah. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood, Parasite, The Irishman, Little Women, Jojo Rabbit, and Marriage Story. Ooh. My money is going to Joker. Okay. Uh, actually, actually, I I think it's going. I hope it goes to Little Women. That's what I hope too. I want it to go to Little Women. My money is actually on nineteen seventeen. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Just because people. The way that, like, the Academy has been, like, not the Academy, but, like, every, like, award show has been, like, talking about this movie. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Okay, wait. Actually, I'm going to change it. My money is actually. Shit. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to put my money on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But I want. You know what? No. I'm going to put my money on Little Women. (laughs) I want it to win, and I think it will win. Is that Little, your final answer? That is my final answer. Boom. Ding it in. Little Women. Okay. So I, my money's going to Joker. I think it's going to... I want it to go to Little Women, though. Okay. But my money's on Joker. All right. And that concludes the categories and nominees. Tune in February... Well, tune in February uh, 17th to hear... Uh, who won and who lost when it comes to us breaking it down. Oh, wait. You know, like when they'll oh, actually Oh, that's hear it. when... Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I was like, uh... <laughs> yeah, Rose, no. Um, but the Oscars uh, will be uh, February 9th, if you guys want to tune in and check it out. Yeah. So we'll... we'll yeah. The, the, so my, my baby will be here by the 17th. So that's why I was kind of like a little like... You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Pump the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> no. So yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> I, I hope we'll be fine. <laughs> we should be. Hopefully. I'm getting stressed. <laughs> Pray for us. 
dude, like I didn't, I haven't started getting stressed until you. We started talking about the movies that we have to go see. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, we'll just go see that. And you're just like babysitter. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that concludes this. 2020 Oscar nominations breakdown. Uh, if you like this episode and want to check out more of our stuff, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, or Spotify. You can also check out all of our content on YouTube. New videos will be headed your way soonish. <laughs> yeah, we just got to find time to actually record another video. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, uh, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the all bros. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the all bros. Uh, you can email us at the all bros channel gmail.com or go to our website, which is tinyurl.com forward slash the all bros. Uh, message us, DM us, do whatever you want. If you want, uh, if you have a movie you want us to break down, if you have a showdown idea for us to do. Want to give us a topic to do a Dreamcast on? Yeah, email us, message us, message us on social media. Uh, yeah, and if you want to be a guest on it, hit us up. We will take anyone, anytime. That sounded dirty. <laughs> a little. <laughs> we would like to have anyone on that wants to be on anytime they would like to be on. That still sounds wrong. Gosh damn it. <laughs> Whatever. You guys get what I'm trying to say. So we would love to hear from you guys, and we hope to. Because we would just love to have you on. Gosh damn it, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, next week, you guys can look forward to us talking about Doolittle. See how that train wreck is. I yeah, because it. Well, really that's also bad. the critics. It's also the critics. We okay. didn't get an audience score. All right, that's true. Well, should we see the audience score really quickly? If there is, is it one? out yet? Well, let's find out. There probably isn't one. Ooh. Yeah, let's do that right now. Come on, Rotten Tomatoes. It's at a seventeen percent right now. Critics. Yep. Audience score seventy-eight. With fifty. Not so bad. Far. Yeah, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. Well, cool. So you guys can look forward to that uh, next week. Yes. And we will catch you guys then. Until that time, this has been the... Quit looking at me like that. It's the way that you... like. I know, because I... I, 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 I know. Shut up. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. <laughs> this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. I'm Jonathan. Was... So long. Peace out, home skillets. Deuces. <laughs>